Down to Business, sponsored by Flow Gas. On the grid, off the grid. Flow Gas is Ireland's only supplier of LPG and natural gas, wherever you are. Now it's a business filled with late nights, large drinks and loud music. This week our industry review is all about the business of nightclubs. And joining me here in the studio, I've got Robbie Fox, former owner of Reynards and the Pink Elephant Nightclub, a, a veteran of the business. Also joining me in studio is Eddie Langton, director of Langton's Nightclub in Kilkenny. And on the phone from Cork, the Havana Brown uh, Nightclub is the proprietor, Paul Montgomery. Thank you all for joining us, gents. Paul, Paul, we might start with you because you're the furthest away. Uh, you might tell us about your business first of all, um, the Havana Brown. Good afternoon, Robbie and Eddie as well. Um, never had the pleasure of meeting you. Um, yeah, I, I suppose that Havana Browns has been a nightclub for 20 years actually this year. Um, it's open 20 years. We, we were involved in Reardon's for 20 years and Havana Browns for now on 20 years of Christmas. So we've had a long run as, as a nightclub and um, Things have changed quite a bit, but um, from starting back in 1998, when maybe nightclubbing was so popular, and um, I suppose we were into the NIT nightclub rather than the discos, maybe there was a yeah. over a bit from, from that, and uh, previous to that, I was too young, so I don't know. But well, I, I remember the days of Sir, Hen- Sir Henry's in oh, Cork. Yeah, That's my vintage, know. unfortunately. That's I'm old enough to remember that. I tell you, a lot of people still have fun, fun memories of, of that, you know, and Great. And how's business today, Paul? How, how, how has, how, how, like we, we talked there, I suppose, you know, with fondness about the early days. The, yeah. the cut and thrust of the business now, today, what's it like? It's, sort of the weekend, com- during the week? Completely, it's completely different. I know that uh, when I was very involved in the Irish Nightclub Industry Association, and that was a very good, I suppose, um, call it for want of a better word, union, you know, that I suppose that it was the equivalent of the of the vintners, the VFI, or the or, you know, or the Dublin version. We, we used to gather fairly regular. And what was interesting, ten years ago, I couldn't believe it when other nightclub owners around the country, including um, Cahill and Coppers, would say, you know, the Fridays were had changed or were going or not like not like they were. And we probably didn't see that for a while here in Cork. But I have to say that the night nightclub. I, I hasten to say that nightclub in the nightclub is. I'd say in one sense in trouble, but it's certainly changed so much that I think the vast population are not interested in nightclubbing anymore. Like, yes, we have a huge student business um, midweek, and we certainly get a, a good run of the weekends, but it's more, there's a, there's a view on live music. People prefer festivals. Yeah. Um, I think there's a push against the payment going in, you know, which is very important to us to cover costs. Um, people are looking for a different experience, an outside experience, um, certainly a live music experience, and more than just a DJ playing in the corner. Okay. And that, that, that is a fact. And, oh. and the, the days of packing a club like Sir Henry's or even Havana's of yesteryear are, are over. Okay, well, well, well said. Let me talk to our other two guests here. Eddie Langton, uh, Director of Langton's in Kilkenny. Eddie, uh, yourself and my, your, your father and my father, let's say, uh, we're in the disco business back in the 60s and 70s, um, so we're of a different vintage, but uh, it's great to see you again and uh, great to, to know that Langton's, Langton's has gone from strength to strength. But, you know, listening to, listening, listening to Paul there, uh, he's talking about how things have changed. You've seen changes yourself uh, from those Tuesday nights uh, back in the 60s and 70s to, to what we essentially have now. 
There's been massive changes, Bobby. You're, you're, you're quite correct there, certainly. So I suppose we saw the heyday in the late 90s, early 2000s, and, and there was queues outside our doors, and there was there was just a real buzz around the, the city of Kilkenny and around the country, certainly. We could see it starting to con- contract, and this was autumn 2007. We, we noticed there was less people coming in any of the nights, whether it's a Tuesday, Thursday, or Saturday, or club nights. And I remember adding more furniture to the nightclub in those days in 2007 just to make it fill out the room. At the yeah. time, you, you, did, you needed less as, as such. So we had the bad days. We maintained the door charge because we think it's also important, as, as Paul mentioned there, to cover the cost of insurance and security and, and exemptions. And it's gradually picked up. It's picked up a little bit more than, than we had in, say, 2009 and 10 and 11. And a lot of hard work has gone into that. We have massive competition now. The nightclubs have from late bars, uh, we don't have an entry price and it's a very different offering. Well, one of the things I wanted you to maybe do for us was to differentiate between the bar and the nightclub. What's what's ultimately, because there seems to be a real blurring there, particularly when you mention late night bars, of what's a late night bar and what's a nightclub. For me, and, and my interpretation of it, a, a nightclub would be a dedicated venue. So our ballroom right. is very much a, a nightclub. It's not a bar. I wouldn't be able to open that as a bar Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, any day of the week. It serves a purpose, certainly as a venue, a nightclub. So we have a bar, a large dance floor and furnishings that, that, that would accommodate a large number of people for, for okay. dancing. Uh, Robbie Fox, uh, thanks for waiting so patiently You're there. Right. You're a veteran of the business. Don't like um, veteran and that. well, <laughs> you know, we, we all reached that age, Robbie, unfortunately. So, But you've, you've, you've uh, you, you, your, your diary could tell a, a, a tale or two, Robbie, of the years, firstly at the Pink Elephant of Reynards. I leave uh, all that behind me. Yeah, well, and, and, and as somebody who was, who was in the business a long time, had the good days and uh, I suppose sadly the bad days towards the end, mm-hmm. what do you make of the scene of what you're seeing now? Well, back to the, the question you asked a few minutes ago, and one of the big problems in the industry, I think, is that there is no difference in law between a pub and a club. There's okay. no difference. I mean, we all operate under the same licences. We have to buy the same exemptions <coughs> and late bars can do the same. So it did become blurred. So there was huge competition for nightclubs. And the door money then disappeared because if you go into a bar and buy a drink late, why would you pay into a club to do the same? Yeah. So, you know, it, it did it, it did create a problem. And I, I think it started in Dublin first and now it's, it, it's spread all over the country the proliferation of late bars. Is the idea of the door, I suppose, it does a few things. It probably pays the band or the DJ or whoever, whatever the entertainment is. Security. The security. And it also, does it not, filters out, you know, like if somebody's going to pay a tenner in, they're going to think maybe twice about it. It does help. But I I think, again, that's a thing of the past. I mean, that's 10, 15 years ago. That doesn't exist anymore. In Dublin, I mean, virtually every pub is open till 2.30 in the morning. Right. So why would you pay 10 euros into a club if you can go into the pub? And a lot of pubs have DJs now, so there's really no difference. It's hard to tell the difference. Right. I mean, even even like the club that people talk about all the time, Coppers. I mean, it's, it's a debate whether Coppers is a late pub or a club. Uh, Paul, let me go back to you, just listening to the conversation there um, and to hear the, the lads here in studio talk about, you know, the, the fusion of pub and nightclub. Where do you see, what what do nightclubs have to do now to, I suppose, stand out from pubs? Well, well I, I think that there's a, an excitement. I, I suppose the, the reality, anybody going out and going out late at night, I mean, we, we have a very good Monday club night and we, we, we branded Monday club and, you know, even in our bar downstairs in Reardon's, which is part of the complex and, and a very important part of the complex and where people drift in and they have their food and we have a huge food offering there now with pizzas and pies and burgers and what have you. 
and your nachos and, and everything. And you can see the excitement building up in them. They're, they're ready to go upstairs clubbing at midnight. And that's still there. There's an excitement for people. You know, they're going to meet someone. They want to dance. Going music, on to the other the, place. The, the, the music is definitely at a high, <laughs> higher octane level. There's no doubt about that. I mean, I, I mean... Like, I don't think it's about drink anymore. We all know that people can get any amount of drink at home they want, and pre-drinking is huge. Like So to answer your question, Bobby, I think it's the entertainment people are looking for. Okay. So obviously the premises, <clears throat> so that secret garden that we have, which is part of the nightclub complex, like that is, you know, with a big open roof, that it looks like the outside, it's the outside inside. It gives a freshness. It gives a kind of a mystique about it. And I think overall that, you know, we want to be, we're Disneyland for adults. Like, that's the reality people going out. You yeah. have to give people a bit of fantasy land. And I suppose that's, that's you know, we've all enough of reality and people have from 7 in the morning until when they go out at night time. So the last thing they want is, you know, the normal or the ordinary when they go out. They just want a little bit extra. And for, for it to be like Disneyland, you know, that's, the, that's what brings the smiles out from people. And I think that the nightclubbing, there is room for it. I think certainly at your 18-year-old to the 23-year-old, there's a big market there in the, in the club side still. But I think once people hit the mid-20s onwards, they don't seem to want to be in the regular night clubbing. Yeah. They're looking forward to festivals. I think live music is huge. And All right, let me, let me bring Eddie Langton back in. Eddie, entertainment is where it's at. Uh, the investment that you have to make in entertainment, would you, would, you, would you agree with Paul there? I would agree with Paul. Certainly, we invested recently in a theatre. We built a set in 2009. Great venue it is too. Thank you, Bob. You're very kind. In fairness. Uh-huh. And we've had some great nights last weekend. We had a stunning, it was a sold-out show. So, and, and that was a different age profile than we would see in our nightclub, I'll be honest. That is a very different um, age category. Now, of course, different acts bring, bring different age profiles, but it's been an important aspect of what we do. On, well, on one night. of the things that sort of perplexes me is that, you know, if you're a nightclub venue and people come to you, you know, haven't been somewhere else, let's take it, you need to sell them something. So if they've had their drink and if they've had their food somewhere else... You know, they're, no real, they're not really any good to you standing around the place not buying anything, particularly if there's no door charge. Absolutely, but we've always utilised the door charge, I'll be honest with you. So we, we, we're selling them our own product. Yeah. The minute they're coming to our door, we are charging in at that door and we feel it's an important differentiation between ourselves and, and, the, and the bar next door, shall we say. And I think that people want to move around. So yeah. you, it's very hard to, <clears throat> to stay in a venue or a premises from 7 or 8 o'clock right through to the early hours of the night. So I think people look to move and we see that moving across the county city 10, 30, 11 o'clock, 11, 30 every weekend. They're every on the Thursday. move. They are on the move. Yeah. And again, it's not because where they are isn't, isn't a fine place or some great bars in, in <clears> county <throat> city but they just, they like to, to move around the city and we see that we, we won't keep an audience from 8 o'clock right through, very rarely and we, we're getting them to kick back on that as well. What about food? Again, Paul mentioned it there. Is that, is that, is that central to your offer? Oh, massive, massive. Yeah. So the days of, you know, you used to have a, a regular clientele. The ba- in, basket of chicken and chips. Yeah, chicken and chips. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, absolutely. And, and that, that was my law, yeah, to have <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> the chicken curry's going in, certainly. Yeah. Now, it's, it's, it's not so central to the nightclub. It's more central to the whole business in general. So we have a, we have a big restaurant. We do... Is it, it's not still a licensing compliance, is it? No, 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 right, no not anymore. Right, right. But we would, we'd leverage um, uh, tables in a restaurant with free admission into the nightclub. We yeah. look after people in the front bar. So we, we try and, and, and create a package <clears throat> around the food and, and club entry as well, if we can. Robbie, what's the longevity now of a, light, of a nightclub? You know, the people in that scene, they, they tend to move on. They tend to be yeah, yeah, always they, they waiting for the next place and they grow up. And so, so I, Well, I think Paul is right. I mean, the, the nightclub uh, sort of clientele now is 18 to 23 or even, even 18 to 21. 
and then they tend to move on because at, at that age kind of the only age that get up and dance on a dance floor. Yeah. The older ones don't tend to do that anymore. <laughs> I mean, people are a lot more sophisticated as well. So when they're going out now, they're going for something to eat and then maybe they go into a club and they don't necessarily go drunk to a club anymore. Yeah. They go, they've had a meal and they go and they're still quite sober. And people go out later than they used to do. A lot of people would, would go into town at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock. In my, yeah. day, in my day, they went in at 7 and then, like, they left the pub at 11 and hit the club at 12. And if you didn't get the last bus home, yeah, yeah. You, there was that kind and of... And you had to yeah. close at 2 o'clock or 2 30 yeah. sharp. But nowadays, they're going till 4 and 5 in the morning. So there's, it's, it's, it's a totally different ballgame. What about managing, you know, there's a lot of management cha- challenges, is there not, yeah, late yeah, at night? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. People under the influence of alcohol, security issues. Well, your got, security is very important. I mean, yeah. you have to have very well-trained guys on the door now who know, who know what they're doing. Because, I mean, the last thing we all want is to get people in the in the club to disrupt everybody else's night, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, you, bottom line is you don't want people with a lot of drink on them coming in the door. It's as simple as that. Yeah. And what about, uh, you know, the liabilities around, you know, you've got all sorts of things that can go wrong, mm-hmm. uh, particularly with security if... if, if uh, uh, and, and the, the whole insurance thing that you talked yeah. about. Well, was, is that I, still a landmine? I was is? talking to Eddie earlier on. Eddie's a much bigger club than I'd ever dealt with and he, he was talking about issues there. He, he might be better to... Yes, Eddie, you tell us that. Well, it's probably the biggest uh, obstacle we're facing or, or the biggest potential problem going forward is, is fraudulent claims. You know, right. we, if something goes wrong and it's, <clears throat> it is something, we've made a mistake or, or it is our responsibility, hands up and we would be transparent and we deal with things head on. But over the years, I, I'd say 60-70% of the claims that come into us are, are fraudulent, completely Nothing to do, not our responsibility. Do you have CCTV in that? I have over 100 cameras. Um, I, my security staff carry head cams, so they're recording themselves at all times. We have a huge, um, strong backup system now. So I, my, Massive my, investment. A very worthwhile investment, I yeah. have to say. Certainly very worthwhile and great peace of mind. You know, we work very well with the local Gardaí. We supply CCTV to those when, to the Gardaí when they need it, where there might be something happening on the street outside of our club or away from us or it could be on a, on a Monday afternoon. Um, but it's been a huge investment, certainly. So, yeah, you, you, you have that issue. And fraudulent claims probably is my, my, my biggest issue at the moment, right. certainly. certainly. OK, um, I suppose last question to you, Robbie Fox, as the wise old owl of the business. Uh, oh, if, <laughs> if, if, you were to, if you were to look forward um, and given what you know about the business, what, what do you see it evolving into? Uh, yeah, well, I, I think there's still a lot of room for late night business, but I think it's, it's now an amalgamation of everything. I think you have to have food, entertainment, the bar, obviously. And I think, you know, the whole package can be very sophisticated and can certainly run late at night and, you know, you can call that a club. Yeah. So, yeah, there's definitely a future, absolutely, okay. but it's just different. Okay, yeah. right. Okay, I'd like to thank all my guests and I really appreciate you coming in to talk to us. Uh, Robbie Fox, uh, formerly of Reynards and the Pink Elephant, uh, Eddie Langton, director of Langton's Nightclub in Kilkenny, and uh, Paul Montgomery there, down in Cork, proprietor of Havana Brown. Thank you very much, all three, for joining us. Thanks, Bobby. Thanks, Bobby. Cheers. Down to Business, sponsored by Flow Gas. On the grid, off the grid. Flow Gas is Ireland's only supplier of LPG and natural gas, wherever you are.